Hell froze over, so here comes the Medicare for the Lazy Man podcast. The Medicare podcast Meatloaf sang about in Two Out of Three Ain't Bad. He parallel parks like a pro. It's Medicare expert Doug Jones. Well, 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 look who's here. It is the Medicare for the Lazy Man podcast again. By golly, we're like a bad penny. We just turn up regularly, whether or not you've even asked us to uh, uh, appear in your podcast cash. Uh, this is Doug Jones. As my Canadian nephew may have told you, I am your Medicare expert for today. And I am here to help you feel really, really good about Medicare. I'm hoping that you have a, an encounter with Medicare at some point in your future because I can offer you advice and knowledge that will make your encounter a very successful one and it will be a, a cause for satisfaction and excellent insurance protection as you move forward through life. Uh, if uh, bad things should happen to you, the financial consequences will rebound to your advantage because the Medicare program that you and I create for you will be will make you impervious to uh, the financial again the financial disaster that could befall you if you don't have excellent insurance protection, and I can help you set that up at a very reasonable cost. Medicare for the Lazy Man 2023 is the current edition of my book, and I highly suggest that you buy it and read it. Now that's not going to take you very long. But if you go to barnesandnoble.com or amazon.com and grab a copy of my book, and if you sit down for an hour and a half or so and read my book and then put it on the shelf for future reference, you're going to be armed against Medicare ignorance. And you're going to be able to, uh, when the time comes, to negotiate Medicare as though it were your slave and you were able to uh, make it do what you want it to do once again, for a very reasonable cost. So I am encouraging you when the time comes for Medicare, get Medicare for the Lazy Man 2023 at either Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com. I'm also encouraging Randy Carson to not despair about our current freezing cold Arizona weather. It's January. January sucks everywhere. So uh, I want to encourage him to uh, look forward to the bright spring that we have coming up just around the corner. Randy, is there any way that I can salvage your mood today? Yes, if you allow me to wish you upcoming happy birthday. Well, oh boy, what a what a thoughtful guy. Yes, uh, that's uh, I'll accept that graciously, and I'm saying that I'm gracious. I'll accept that happily. How's that? Good. Good, because you deserve a great birthday this year. Well, so do you. I just wish I remembered when it was. I'm, I'm thinking that I passed it a few months ago, but yeah, I'm a, I'm a uh, once in a great while it lands on Thanksgiving, so I'm in November. Oh, there kid. you go. So we did discuss it. Well, happy birthday again, in case I forget it this coming year. Thank. Well, you've got one coming, so I you do. Won't believe the stuff we're gonna do. I, I don't think you should make a big deal about it because I've had so many. 
I plan on having a whole bunch more, so we don't really need to fixate on any one of them. By the way, here's a mutual holiday that we should have been patting each other on the back about. We slid right past our 600th episode, never even mentioned it. I know. Well, let's talk about it today. Well, but before we well do, but say. before we do, I've got you know, I've I've done lots of research, and as you know, I've got I may be the probably the best source of stupid legislation in the United States well, on a state-by-state state basis. Why don't you share one with us? Okay, well, here you go. I know this is going to just take you by surprise. Rhode Island. Oh, God, right there. I, I know it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. So I'm going to ask you the question. There's something in Rhode Island, if you were to steal it, could land you in jail for five years. All right. And I'm supposed to figure out what it is that one might want to steal in Rhode Island that could land you in jail for uh, five years. It's an animal. Okay. I was going to say a duck. <laughs> you it's, were damn close. All righty. I, I guess a I'm chicken. Get, a chicken. I'm getting some ESP here. I'm getting a signal. That's right. That's right. And let me read you the statute. Title 11, Chapter 8, Security Code 6 of the Rhode Island statute says, Every person who breaks and enters or enters in the nighttime without breaking any building or enclosure in which are kept and confined any kind of poultry. So I, I guess ducks could qualify. I think with so. With the intent of stealing said poultry shall be punished by imprisonment for not more than five years or by a fine of not more than 500 bucks or both. So wow. like, you know you're in you're in Rhode Island you're in the slammer and they go hey Doug what are you in for chicken stealing <laughs> or in my case it would be duck stealing duck stealing yeah probably because right. I couldn't I couldn't tell the difference maybe uh well it's usually a well baby ducks are probably a little bit uh, skeptical you know they're, they're, yeah. they're a little bit identifiable but not as much as a full grown duck but anyway That's true. can you imagine that. You're in the state slammer in Rhode Island for duck theft or chicken theft or chicken theft. I'm telling you this. I don't, there must've been one heck of a problem with this, you know, back in the day. Well, my theory on that is that uh, Roger Thorpe, I think was the guy that founded Rhode Island. They tossed him out of Massachusetts and, you know, get out of here. We don't like you. We don't want you around anymore. And he had to go off and find his own place to live. And so he founded the state of Rhode Island. Now, that's my recollection of history that I learned when I was a kid. So here's a guy that's got one friend in the world. And I can picture him <laughs> with his beloved chicken. <laughs> and since or duck. He's or a, duck. He's, or duck. Or duck. Maybe he didn't know the difference either. So I picture his uh, anger at having his uh, you know thieves attempt to steal his chicken and uh, or duck, and uh, that's why the law is written the way it is. He wanted to make sure nobody would even think about it. I'm going to tell you a story about chickens. Is it a real okay. short story? Because otherwise, we're going to lose some listeners. Okay, a real short story. Okay, a, a friend of mine who shall remain nameless. Okay, so it's you. No, 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 no. This is a <laughs> this is a woman. Uh, she grew up in a city who shall remain nameless, and wanted as a little girl to always have her own chicken. Okay. okay That's a strange, so. strange ambition. <laughs> it is. Now, now she's grown, married, and she has many chickens on a, they bought a, they bought a ranch 
Uh-huh. And now she's she is absolutely the happiest girl alive because she has chickens and she posts Facebook posts many days of the week telling us all about her chickens. She might make the world's best wife because if I were looking for a bride, I would want somebody who's easy to make happy. And if all it takes is a herd of chickens to make somebody happy, I say sign me up. That's right. That's right. I, I totally agree with you. Now, I grew up around chickens, and they they're, they and now this is going to sound terrible, but they are the dirtiest animals to oh, raise yeah, yeah. that you could ever imagine. And it was my yeah. job to gather the eggs, and I hated every minute of it because uh, half the time when you reached underneath said chicken ooh, to, retrie- to, chicken poop. to retrieve said egg, it either had many, many pieces of poop with it uh, or yeah. or the chicken was meaner and boiled out and pecked you to death. They didn't want their little kids taken away from them. No, I know. I get it. Uh, do chickens understand that eggs are actually baby chickens? I do don't they even know, know that? I uh, don't know. Maybe that's the reason they don't want you to take them. I don't know. Yeah, that's Junior. I already named him, and now you're taking him away from me. That's right. And we're going to eat him. No. <laughs> Never mind. We're going to oh, move man. on now. I've I've used my 17 cents worth of time. So you go yeah. ahead and take it. Take it on. Well, now you've left me with the thought of the lingering smell of a chicken coop. So whether it's ducks or chickens, I'm guessing that birds are not the cleanest of uh, pets well, to have around. Have you ever been in a chicken coop? Uh, not voluntarily. Okay. It does have a very distinct smell. Yeah. I th- I'd say a pig pen is probably worse. So you can drive by a mile away and. No, no. Well, okay. Um, uh, mm, pig pen. Now that would be outside. That wouldn't be a problem. Pig, pig sty would be okay. Different. You're right. My terminology was wrong. Uh, <laughs> driving by a pig sty because they, they have those big exhaust fans to yeah. draw air out. Um, although I'll tell you, if you, uh, drive on what used to be route 66 through Amarillo on the West side of Amarillo, uh, there are some cattle feedlots. And they're pretty odiferous as well. They are odiferous, but you know, my dad, you know, we were born and raised ranchers. So, you know, sure. what my dad used to say about that. I don't know. Smells like money. <laughs> <laughs> good for him. He, at least he had his uh, priorities right. So good for you him. You got it. You got it. All righty. So I had a meeting with the, uh, the podcast content curator this morning and she said here is an article that's just designed for you and randy to deal with and it is going to be very exciting for the listeners and i said oh boy i can't wait i cannot wait and she handed me the article which is entitled 15 little known facts that you may not know if they're little known i'm guessing that that's implied that you may not know about medicare and um the first thing that i see in this article is a highlighted um sentence that says if you don't understand medicare at all click here <laughs> so actually the article that she gave me was not the basis it, i i had to click on that just because i'm a curious guy and i found an article that was buried underneath it that says if you don't understand medicare at all start here well i know that um, our audience is intelligent but they may be ignorant so I'm not calling anybody names, but I'm saying that maybe sometimes it's best to start at the beginning. 
of a complex subject. And we may have some new listeners that um, are not well-versed in the uh, land of Medicare. So I grabbed both of these articles, and there is no highlighting here. The curator was not able to curate them. I just snatched them and ran. So I'm going to start out with the, if you don't understand Medicare at all, start here, and let's see how it goes. It starts out, we've all been to Medicare at some point. We've all been, oh, we've all been new to Medicare at some point. And even folks who have had Medicare coverage for years don't always fully understand it. It's a complex health insurance system with all sorts of acronyms and loopholes and pending legislation. But alas, you have to start somewhere. So if you don't understand Medicare at all, start right here. And the first thing it says is calculate your Medicare cost today. No, I don't think I want to do that. What the heck is Medicare? That's where we're starting. Medicare is a government-led health insurance program for people ages 65 and older. There are a couple of exceptions for most people, but for most people, you're eligible for Medicare when you turn 65. Medicare is governed by an organization called CMS, which we used to make fun of. Uh, because it's the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, and I always wondered why they misspelled their own acronym with only one M. C-M-M-S should be the correct spelling. And then I found out it was because the guy who made up the acronym stuttered or something, and I thought, okay, well, let's not make fun of a guy who stutters. So I have stopped making fun of CMS, which can't seem to spell its own acronym properly. Um. So uh, this article goes on to say, if you get anything in the mail from CMS, don't throw it away. While there are lots of nuances, there's the simplest explanation of Medicare coverage right here. Medicare pays for around 80% of your doctor and hospital bills in retirement. Now, that's a real simplification. It is not 80% of each of your medical, uh, Medicare medical expenses. But it's a good approximation that Medicare pays for 80%, and then you need a Medicare supplement to pay for the other 20%. So that brings us to our next question. What is Medicaid? Medicaid provides health coverage for Americans of any age who are poor. So if you have a household income, uh, if you have a household of two, and it uses the uh, state of Illinois as a, an example, uh, you need to make less than $24,000 per year to qualify for Medicaid. Uh, if that might be, you could be dual eligible. You can be eligible for both Medicaid and Medicare. In that case, Medicare and Medicaid would work together to cover your eligible Medicare uh, medical costs. So instead of around 80% coverage, you'd be 100% coverage for all Medicare-approved expenses. Medicare doesn't cover everything. And the thing about Medicaid is once you enroll yourself in Medicaid, because it's welfare, you are at the mercy of the Medicaid authorities in your state. They will tell you which doctors they'll pay for and which procedures and tests they'll pay for and which ones they won't pay for. So Medicaid is not typically, except from a cost standpoint, it's not your ideal situation. Better to have Medicare, if you can afford it, with a Medicare supplement. So the article goes on to say, isn't Medicaid free? And the answer there is Medicaid, or excuse me, Medicare. Isn't Medicare free? And, and the answer is Medicare is not free. A lot of people think it is because they paid into the Medicare program uh, via employment taxes their whole lives, but unfortunately it is not free. It's probably a lot cheaper than the health insurance plans you're used to. 
but it's definitely not free. Uh, this year, Medicare Part A is going to be free for anybody who has um, racked up 40 quarters of taxable employment in their lives, or, um, you know, it's uh, otherwise there's going to be a premium charge for Part A of Medicare, but most people don't pay that. Medicare Part B is the most critical part of Medicare. That has a monthly premium of $174.70 in this year of 2024. So it says even if you don't purchase any supplemental coverage, you will have that cost of uh, with Medicare of $174 and change. And then the next question, what are the parts of Medicare? Well, there's Part A and Part B. Part A covers you when you're inpatient in a hospital, nursing home, or uh, in hospice. Part B covers you for any expenses when you're outside of an institution like a hospital or a nursing home. So you'll often see parts A and B referred to as original Medicare since they were the first parts of Medicare when it first started. How much do the parts of Medicare cost? I think we covered that pretty well. Um, this is an older article, so it's got some out-of-date costs, but the current cost for part A is zero if you have those 40 quarters of work history. And the current cost of part B is $174 a month, and uh, that is uh, that comes right out of either your Medicare, I mean your Social Security payment or uh, your bank account or however you choose to pay it. Then the question comes. Now, this is where Randy uh, maybe should go um, pet his dogs or, or something and ignore what I'm going to say next. But the next question is, what is Part C of Medicare? Uh, and it says, or is it Medicare Advantage? And we know that it's not going to be advantageous for most people. But the article doesn't really say that. And Randy's given it a big thumbs down. He doesn't even want me to read this part of the article, but I, I have to do it in fairness. Um, so Part C, most commonly referred to as Medicare Advantage, is an alternative option to original Medicare. In simple terms, when you're eligible for Medicare, typically at age 65, you have two paths to consider. One is stick with original Medicare. Consider adding a Medicare supplement and a Part D drug plan. That is the path that I recommend. That's the path that I help my clients negotiate. The other path is to forfeit original Medicare coverage altogether and sign up for a Medicare Advantage plan, which is sold by a private insurance company, not the government. Medicare Advantage is relatively new. It first became available in 2003. That's exactly 20 years ago. Well, 21 years ago now in, in this year of 2024. And while while it started off a bit rocky, it's more popular than ever today. If you've seen any commercials or ads that mention zero premium plans, that's what people like, the $0 premium, Medicare HMOs and PPOs, dental and vision benefits with Medicare or complimentary gym mem uh, memberships, that's all referring to Medicare Advantage. By law, Medicare Advantage plans must cover the same types of things that original Medicare covers. So you shouldn't have to worry about sacrificing coverage, but in reality, we all know that you do. Listeners to this podcast know that you do have to worry about sacrificing coverage with Medicare Advantage plans. In fact, most Medicare Advantage plans offer extra benefits that regular uh, original Medicare doesn't offer. Um, what's the downside of Medicare Advantage? Wow, this is a lengthy part of the article. I'm sure you're asking, what's the catch? There are a few things to be aware of. You can think of Medicare Advantage plans as pay-as-you-go. You have higher deductibles, higher co-pays, higher co-insurance, 
when you actually use the plan. With Original Medicare and a supplement, you pay a higher monthly premium, but you have little to no out-of-pocket costs. Medicare Advantage plans have a stricter uh, rule about staying with the provider networks. Original Medicare doesn't have any provider networks. You can go anywhere that will uh, accept you as a patient. Each plan for Medicare supplement, each plan is different. The doctors and the hospitals you can see will be limited. Original Medicare is accepted by over 90% of all doctors, so it's radically different. Medicare Advantage plans are managed care, meaning the plan dictates which doctors you can see and what treatment you can get. The plan may ask you to try a cheaper treatment before approving a more expensive one. With uh, Original Medicare, the coverage is fee-for-service, meaning you get whatever treatments you need, no prior authorization required. The main health coverage may be exactly what you're looking for, but the drug portion of the plan may not fit your needs. With Original Medicare, you can add a separate Part D plan allowing you to tailor your coverage to fit exactly what you need, including your preferred pharmacy and the exact drugs you take. As long as you fully understand the limitations of Medicare Advantage plans, they can be a, an okay alternative to original Medicare, according to this article. In the Decatur, Illinois area, there simply haven't been many options. I'm stealing this from a brokerage firm in Decatur, Illinois, I guess. I didn't realize that's where they were located. Uh, there haven't been many options in the past. However, in the last two years or so, more insurance companies are coming to our area, which is allowing us to explore this, uh, this option more seriously. So the next section is how do I choose between Medicare supplements and Medicare Advantage? There is no cut and dry answer. It's cut and dried, D-R-I-E-D, you small town hick, you. There's no cut and dried answer because everyone's situation and preferences are different. There are pros and cons to Medicare supplements and Medicare Advantage. Now they've got a chart here that uh, theoretically helps us understand the differences between the two. And I printed that chart because it was uh, necessary to, uh, in order to be able to interpret the items on the chart. I printed that off this morning and it is not anywhere to be found on my pile of paper. So I guess we're going to skip talking about that chart. <sighs> but it theoretically was helpful in choosing between Medicare Supplement and Medicare Advantage. So I'm going to, I'm going to wing it. I'm going to say that with Medicare Advantage, one of the risks you use is one thing we've been talking about a lot lately, which is prior authorization. If you're covered by a Medicare Advantage plan and you have the urgent need for medical treatment, the plan has the right to refuse you that treatment using a tool called prior authorization. Uh, and they often do that in the hopes that you will not appeal their decision. And often when you appeal that decision, they will cave in. They'll fold up like a cheap suit and they will uh, <clears throat> anticipate, or they will pay for your, your specialist um, uh, consultation and treatment with the uh, understanding that most of the people that they denied coverage to will just uh, shut up and go away. So they've saved some money just by the act of denial of your, uh, your request for service and then uh, the fact that uh, you were really energetic enough to appeal their decision. Well, I'd sure like to know where that chart is. If I could compare the, the advantages and disadvantages of Medicare supplements, I guess we'll have to do that another time. So the next part of this article is what exactly does Medicare cover? 
The best way to find out what Medicare covers is to download the Medicare smartphone app, and that's called What's Covered. If you have an Apple phone, uh, here's a link. Okay, well, you can't do links over the podcast airwaves. On, but if you have an app, you can type the name of a service or test, and it tells you if it's covered or not. What I do is I go to Medicare.gov, and you type into the search window, is my test or is my item covered? And boy, will uh, you find information about all the services they perform uh, for testing and diagnosis and uh, uh, things like that. Uh, you want to know about colonoscopies? Type in, is my item covered? And look down the list, and you're going to find them talking about colonoscopies. Uh, this uh, author also says, we've written many articles on our website about specific services. There always seem to be exceptions and convoluted information. So we interview doctors to get the real-life information that you need to make informed healthcare decisions. And uh, boy, they've got a whole bunch of these things from the Is My Item Covered search window on Medicare.gov. So I'd suggest if you're interested or you got some time to kill, that's a fun place to hang around. Go check out. You can click on each of the many, many items or services that they cover to see how they cover it. Is it covered in full? Uh, is it uh, limited to a certain number of times per year or a certain number of years for each time you uh, have to perform that service? And then the next segment of this article is how do you sign up for Medicare? Social Security enrolls you into original Medicare, parts A and B. The reason for that is Medicare is actually an amendment of the Social Security law. Uh, Social Security went into effect in 1935. Medicare, 1966, it amended the Social Security law. So the Social Security people are the ones who administer Medicare. And they enroll you in original Medicare. Signing up for Medicare is simpler than ever. You can do it online via the Social Security website. Uh, you can visit the Medicare page on the Social Security website and stroll scroll down to the blue Apply for Medicare Only button. For most people, you're eligible for Medicare starting a few months before your 65th birthday, typically three months. That initial enrollment period lasts until three months after your 65th birthday. Don't miss that enrollment period. If you do, you'll probably pay a higher Medicare premium for the rest of your life. And the markup is not cheap. It's 10% for every year that you uh, blow it. So don't miss the Medicare enrollment period. The conclusion of this article is we encourage everybody who's getting close to Medicare age to contact, well, they say <laughs> contact them, but I say contact me. Missing deadlines is a common mistake people make, and it can cost you in the long run. Plus, we can help answer all those specific personalized questions. Here are some of those questions. What if I'm still working and I don't need Medicare yet? That's a question. I can answer that right now. If your uh, company has 20 or more employees, and if uh, you are covered by their the company-provided medical insurance plan, you probably don't need to enroll in Medicare yet. On the other hand, assuming you do not have an HSA Medicare uh, medical insurance plan, then I suggest that people enroll in Part A when they're first eligible for Medicare, and that will kind of grease the skids for your eventual enrollment in Part B when you contemplate require, uh, retiring or leaving your company plan. And then it's, what if I'm a veteran? 
Well, the answer to that is uh, you should still enroll in Medicare because the VA may not be good in your area at providing all of your medical needs. And if you only rely on the VA without uh, also adding Medicare to your list of coverages, you possibly could wind up uh, in deep doo-doo. Uh, next question, what if I get health insurance in retirement through the state? Uh, the answer to that is that is not considered creditable coverage and you would not be considered um, covered under Medicare. Medicare would not pay first. Uh, you would be up the uh, proverbial creek without a paddle. What if I'm a retired teacher? Hmm, don't really have a good answer for that. I just don't know the answer about retired teachers, except that I believe that they need Medicare too. What if I have money in an HSA? Well, the answer there is make your last tax-advantaged HSA deposit six months before you intend to go on Medicare. Do not participate in any part of Medicare if you're covered by an HSA. So stop your tax advantage contributions to your HSA six months before you turn 65 or six months uh, before you're going to retire. That's what you want to do is don't ever involve yourself in Medicare when you're covered by your HSA. And then the next question they ask is, what if I worked for the railroad and I get their benefits now? Well, railroad retirement is like Social Security. It's a financial uh, benefit, but I'm not aware that they have any sort of medical coverage. Uh, so the uh, brokerage firm that I stole this article from says we can help with all those personal situations. That's what we're here for. Plus, our service is free. I can tell you that my service is also free. Doug Jones gets paid by the insurance companies if and when one of my clients purchases a product that I recommend. And uh, finally, uh, more related reading. Is there anything here that I would suggest? Well, these are links to click on. Uh, I'll probably print these articles out and maybe address them at some point in the future. But what we've done now is we've blown the whole Medicare for the Lazy Men uh, podcast episode on the basics about Medicare. If you don't understand Medicare at all, start with this article. And uh, so that <laughs> that pretty much ate up all of our time, Randy. I don't know what happened. It was it's so basic and simple, and yet uh, I thought fairly well stated. It was. I would like to share a, a little bit of personal investigation that I did, though. Please they do. Said that there's, they said that there's a smartphone app for it that you can load on and you can say, is, you know, is this covered? Uh -huh, and, you know, uh -huh. it'll give you an answer. Well, I, I found one that's a similar situation for a Medicare Advantage plan. Oh, boy. Oh, I hear and it coming so, now. So I loaded it on my phone and I said, <clears throat> is this covered? And I said, no. So I, I searched for something else. And they said, is this covered? It said, no. And so one more try, I said, is this covered? And they said, no. <laughs> so it, it worked. It worked very well. It was quick. And it responded to, point, to your questions. Responded to my questions, but I'm just telling you, I'm going to go through my list of Medicare Advantage synonyms one more time. I, I do this every year, and I'll probably right. do it a couple more times in 2024. But Medicare Advantage, I originally called that Medicare Disadvantage until yep. somebody else stole my term. And then I went to Medicare Scam Vantage. Uh huh. I I haven't heard anybody you know bold enough to use that yet. Nope they're they're and, afraid of that one. And then I have another one called Medicrap. 
Yes, you do. And then I have last but not least, Metatrap. Metatrap. I believe you had one more. Well, it, it was the back of the T-shirt for <laughs> prior authorization. Just say Just no. Just say no. All right. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so well, anyway, good for you. Oh, my God. There, there's the crickets right there. Oh, jeez. So we need to get going. We've spent our 75 cents. But before I do, folks, I always remind you to get out your pencil, lick the lead if it's one of those old ones, and write down this email address, dbj at mlmmailbag.com, because Doug loves to hear from you. Any time of the day or night, just write Doug, and he's there waiting. I trust, you know, trust me, he is. He loves it. So anyway, don't forget, Doug is licensed. He's licensed nationwide to help you with your Medicare supplement planning. Check us out at the website, medicareforthelazyman.com. We would appreciate it if you could find a place to drop a couple reviews for us on any of the content that Doug produces. It's uh, the podcast, the website, you know, the books, certainly the books. And that would be great because we can always use the numbers. And one year, Doug was, you know, like second and really second on the list for travel logs. So, you know, it's just amazing where Doug is going to end up when you put these review ratings in for us. But anyway, last but certainly not least, thank you for joining us. You could have been 100 different places doing 99 different things, but you weren't. You were with us. And that's exactly where we want you this year. 2024 is with us listening to Medicare for the Lazy Man podcast. But as I always say, if you haven't been watching your wristwatch, you have just spent about 32 and a half minutes with Doug Jones, the anti-insurance insurance guy originally from Oklahoma. No more. He's up in the frozen tundra behind Cave Creek, Arizona in the high altitudes. And I'm going to clock him in in his fortress of solitude. Oh, today, I think I'm going to put him in at about 9,800 feet. Oh, God, I can't breathe. But I am happy to see you joining us again. And I will be uh, when you come back for another episode of the Medicare for the Lazy Man podcast. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. 